Sam Bundy. What's up, buddy? How are you doing? I'm doing real good, Evan. How about yourself? Doing good. Thanks. Thanks for coming, pal. Oh, no problem. Glad to be here. Oh, I am so excited for this episode. It's mixed feelings for me. You know? <laughs> um, I'm excited because I just get to basically have a rant session and shit on this entire film. Yeah. So tell people what we are doing today. So, Evan, we are talking about this new Space Jam movie. I think it's called New Legacy. I think that's like the sequel title. Yep, Space Jam 2, A New Legacy, starring LeBron James. Yep, and let me tell you, it is a clusterfuck and horrible movie. Oh my god, it's so awful. It's so uniquely bad. Usually I see a bad movie, I forget about it right away, but this, for some reason, just stuck with me. And I need to get this off my chest about how bad it is. Right. Well, a classic Warner Brothers thing to do is say they're going to make a movie and then they wait about five fucking years to do it. Of course. And this was one of those films. I remember, wasn't it back in like 2017 they announced like a Space Jam 2? Yeah, since like freshman, sophomore year of my high school, which was about four to five years ago, yeah. Yeah, and... um. It wasn't even going to be... Well, they haven't chosen LeBron yet. They were thinking Steph Curry or Blake Griffin. Yeah, like, I remember that. Yeah. And now you fast forward, you know, four years later, and we finally got it. I remember I was actually hyped for this movie. This movie, like Space Jam 2, you're like, wow. Yeah, so when I first heard of it, heard of it I was like, okay. And then the trailers drop. And I was actually, yeah, kind of excited for this movie. Didn't expect much. But at the end of the day, I wanted to see the Toon Squad play a basketball game against this Goon Squad, which, based, of course, Warren Brothers, amazing at making trailers and drawing you in. Oh, of course. All the trailers, like, you know what? Gotta look forward to this movie. I memorized the date it was gonna come out, watched it the day it came out, kind of excited, not expecting much. Just one of those things, I don't know, just came into it open minded. It's like, you know what? It's probably going to be bad, but I just want to see this basketball game, you know. Right. I was just excited we were getting a sequel. I was like, well, that's kind of cool, because the last one came out in 1996. And I was like, well, I mean, that's something new that we haven't tried before. So I was like, okay. And then uh, it came out, and I saw it. And that's all I'm going to say for now. And that's probably the nicest way of putting it. So... For anyone who hasn't watched this movie, um, we're about to get into major spoilers. We're going to review this movie, but listen, word of advice, and here, here's my two cents on it. You're not missing out on anything. Yeah. Everything we're about to spoil, like, it's it's not even worth, like, pausing this and going to watch the movie. I encourage you to go watch it after just to see what we're talking about. But, you know, this isn't like a movie where it's even worth, like, you know, having a spoiler alert ahead. But I'm going to do it just because I'm a nice guy and I like movies. Solid two hours of just complete, utter bullshit. Yeah, I'm surprised they made it two hours. I thought it was going to be like an hour and a half. I was like, how are they going to make this into two hours? All right, let's get into it. Excuse me. Space Jam 2, A New Legacy, starring LeBron James, is directed by Malcolm D. Lee. And um, the premise of the story is... LeBron James plays himself, obviously. He's a dad of two children, maybe three. Yeah, three. Yeah, three children. And his oldest son likes basketball, His and his younger son, um, Dom, yep. is more into video games. And they don't see eye-to-eye on that, so um, 
Well, Warner Brothers offers LeBron a deal to become a part of basically Warner Brothers, so I'm really not explaining this well. Yes. Help me out here. So, obviously, LeBron wants his son to play basketball. His son's like, I lost all interest because he pushed me too hard. I want to make video games. LeBron doesn't really like that. And then he gets this movie deal, I think it is. They had a horrible time explaining what Warner's 3000, which was the whole thing called, mm -hmm. which algae or the algorithm for Warner Brothers came up with because he wants respect on his name and wants to be famous. So he's like, let me get LeBron James and we can co-star and I can finally get my respect. So they pitch, Warren Brothers pitch him this movie deal, and LeBron says, this is fucking terrible, and leaves. And then the algorithm, Algy, got all pissed, and then lured them into the serververse, kidnapped his son, and then forced LeBron to play a basketball game that was made for him to lose so that he can have the movie deal and then get his respect. And then they play not even a basketball game, just this random, I don't know how to explain the basketball game is not basketball it's just yeah it's definitely not a basketball game um but yeah i thought you put it a good way yep. um lebron and his son don't see eye to eye lebron wants his son to play basketball but his son dom wants to make video games and play video games and stuff and this algorithm played by don Cheadle, aka war machine in the marvel cinematic universe he's like this self-aware basic algorithm that sucks them in to the thing called uh, the serververse, which is kind of hard to explain, but I mean, that's just that's the best way I can even describe it is just by saying it. Uh, the serververse, bro. <laughs> Don Cheadle um, ropes them in, and they gotta play a basketball game, and LeBron needs to win to get his son back. Yeah, and I think an important note is the basketball game they played is the video game that his LeBron's son made is called Dom Ball. It's just a basketball game. He has all the Goon Squad characters developed by having these real NBA and WNBA stars and combine them with some sort of animal or something like that to play against LeBron. And let me tell you straight off the bat, the Goon Squad, I think, is badass. I, when I saw those those guys in the trailers, I was like, that's actually really dope. I'm kind of excited to see them play the Toon Squad in this basketball game. But Warren Brothers fucked that up, and it was just so badly executed with them. Their characters were either overpowered or didn't do anything. So we can go through the characters if you want. There's Anthony Davis, who was, I think, just called the Brow, and he was a bird. Big, yeah, big yeah, he was a bird. The two WNBA players forgot their names because one of them is super hard to pronounce. She was the spider. Yeah. No idea. One of them was the White Mamba, and she was just a snake. The other one was Kronos, Damian Lillard, who was the most useless character ever because he was too overpowered. Yeah. He can seriously stop time, and he scored 300 points in one basket. Then he got subbed out for Dom because, you know, the plot needs to happen. Exactly. And let's see. White Mamba, Bird, Spider, Dom. I'm missing one. Oh, yeah. Clay Thompson was... What was his name? Water, fire, or... Yeah. Water, fire. Wet, I fire. Think. That's what it is. Wet, fire. That's right. Yeah. And he Like I said, the Goon Squad, those were great characters. I actually enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. They were menacing and all that. Just, of course, they... 
they made them so stupid in the second half so the tunes can have a chance. And let me tell you, the first minute of them actually playing basketball was probably the best minute of that movie. You know, the Goon Squad, they actually were physical, kind of like the Monstars, you know. They went past the ball. They actually played basketball, dunked on them, and all this. And then after that minute, it just fell apart because the style points came into play. And we can just get into that later. So what do you think overall of this movie? Overall, it's a solid 2 out of 10. Possibly 3 out of 10, being generous. But yeah, that is my honest review of it. Well, what... Well, what I didn't know um, coming into this is that you took notes, and I also took notes, which you didn't know. So it was, <laughs> when you showed me your notes, I was like, fuck yes. Yeah. I wish I would do movie reviews more on this podcast, because, you know, when I first started this uh, podcast, that's actually kind of what I want to do is movie mm-hmm. reviews. And I think I've only done, like, I think, I think this is my second movie, oh, yeah. which is just such a shame, because I've seen so many movies, and I've been wanting to, like, every movie I see, I want to fucking review it. Of course. And I take... Whenever I review a movie, I take it very fucking seriously, which is why I take notes. And the fact that I have one, two, three, four, five, almost six fucking pages of notes on this movie just tells you how fucking awful this movie is. And Like, I think for Black Widow, I had a page and a half. This is fucking six pages. And my notes are just on the final basketball game, and Mm -hmm. I have just so much, and... They somehow made it 50 minutes, and it was all terrible. And, man, we can even talk about just the acting in it first if you want to. Yeah, yeah, I'm down to get into that. Um, LeBron, in this movie, basically has to play himself and somehow manages to fail fucking epically. Like, you can can tell he was acting, but he shouldn't have to because he's playing himself, Mm -hmm. you know, and... I'm just like, what the what the hell is happening? You know, he's giving if he's not giving speeches, he's making fucking corny jokes that don't land and they're not funny. Exactly. And it's and his facial expressions don't line up with his mood or his attitude or what he's speaking and and I'm like, who the fuck taught you to act? Because you clearly clearly no one taught you. You taught yourself. So LeBron I think was probably one of the worst actors in the film. And I wrote this down in my notes. I think Dom who played, actually, I should ask this. Do you know if Dom was actually LeBron's son in real life? It is not. They did not use his real family at all. Okay. I didn't think so, but I think whoever that actor that played Dom, I thought he did a better job than LeBron. Like he actually played a kid and he looked like he was troubled. And I was like, so we should give this guy the fucking Emmy for the film. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I enjoyed watching Dom more than fucking LeBron. Yeah. You know? And the only thing worse than LeBron's acting was his voice acting. Mm-hmm. Now, that was just terrible. Like, he's falling off a cliff, tries to scream, and it just was the most... I'm no actor, of course. And, but, it was just horrible. It was just, ah, uh, and then he crashes. Seriously. Yeah, and who plays his fucking um, agent? I don't know who plays him, but... You, oh, yeah, I forgot his name. Oh, I don't even know his name, and I don't care to know because he was fucking dumb, too. Yeah. Even Don Cheadle in it, who plays Al G. Rhythm, you know? Yep. Just, just such a <laughs> dumb name, you know? You take Algorithm, you're like, Al G, baby! <laughs> I'm like, really? Really? Really, yep. huh? 
he was just fucking awful in this film, and I, I, I can't necessarily blame Don for it. Mm-mm. Like, at least not all of it. I'll blame some of them for even taking on this role. The entire time I was watching this film, I was like, Don, why the fuck did you take I know. this movie? He's an amazing actor. I saw him in it, I was like, maybe he, he can he's carry a, this. He's a really good actor, and yeah. I can't believe he chose this subpar movie to fucking act in. Mm-hmm. And if you want to if you ask me i think it's he he saw the script when he was auditioning for this he's like well this looks good because a lot of times what happens with movies is that the script like it looks way better than the film and then once you start filming and you start acting you're like oh god this is going to be a piece of shit movie you know i i guarantee they're like don or someone on this film was during while they were filming this they're like this movie's going to fucking flop man it's yeah. going to suck I so that's that's my guess why Don took the role because mm-hmm. I bet the script looked pretty promising it looked good and then when they actually went into production and they started filming you know Don's just like oh shit well, at least I hope I hope that's what he was like but <laughs> you know I bet Warner Brothers paid them so much just to be in this movie and I bet that's why oh I guarantee you, I bet some of Warner Brothers coy was like well I mean maybe we can get Don over from Marvel and the cinematic universe into one of our movies, and then people will come watch it. Because yeah. Warren Brothers spent a solid $150 million to make this movie. And Jesus Christ. The box office weekend was $31 million, which you can look at as like, oh, that's really good. But no, it's not because they spent 150 into it. And now that the reviews are coming out and people are realizing how shitty this movie was, no one's going to watch it, and it's going to be this big flop. Mm-hmm. So, and the original Space Jam took some notes on that. They had an $80 million budget, so pretty much half, mm-hmm. almost. And I think the box office weekend for when that was released was around $90 million. And right now, I looked it up, it was $250 million worldwide right now. So obviously, that wasn't a flop. That was a major success, and they couldn't replicate that at all. Fuck no, they couldn't. And we can talk about the and original. And they never could, yeah. you know? Um, okay, I want to I talk about the plot for a minute because okay, yeah. this is... There's so many fucking reasons why I hate this film. Yep. Mm-hmm. But one of the reasons why I hate it is because the plot is fucking messy. It doesn't make sense. Sometimes it's just thrown away for comedic relief. And it's... This movie expects us to take this seriously. And the from minute fucking seven... To minute, however, like, you know, minute, what is that? Minute 115, I was like, fuck this. It only took seven minutes for me to fucking throw everything out the window for this movie. But one of the reasons why I hate this film is because it's just so fucking messy. And it begins with the plot. You know, the, the whole plot for, you know, Al G, played by Don Cheadle, he, he, he's this algorithm for Warner Brothers. Like, literally, I'm not joking. I know that sounds weird coming out of my mouth, even just saying it, but that's what he is. He's a fucking algorithm, and he wants to be recognized by the world, I think. Yeah, just have, like, respect for coming out with all these amazing Warner Brother movies and all that amazing product that he comes up with. Yeah, and the way he thinks he's going to get recognized is by teaming up with LeBron James because he's, you know, an entrepreneur. He's a really good fucking basketball player. He's literally the king, you know? He's like, well, if I team up with LeBron, uh, I can be famous and shit. Yeah. And 
um, the way Don does this is he like throws this idea at some Warner Brothers executive. So then he calls down LeBron to Warner Brothers studio, and they pitch him the idea, and LeBron's like, "This is fucking dumb. I don't want to do this," you know. And yeah. I and I was like, "Dude, you should have said this when you auditioned for the film. Exactly. Like, this is a fucking Space Jam two. That's a dumb idea." Mm-hmm. Which is basically what I got from that entire scene. But literally, that doesn't work. So Don sucks them into the fucking server verse and kidnaps his son. And he's like, all right, you want to get him back? You're, we're we're going to play a game of basketball. Why? That makes no yep. fucking mm-hmm. sense, man. Literally, Don could have been like, or I'm going to start calling him Algie because that's his name in the movie. I, yeah. keep, I keep calling him Don because, you know, it's his real name. And that's basically all I wanted to call him during the name. During the fucking movie, I'm like, bro, I'm not going to call you Algie. It's the yeah, dumbest thing ever. Yeah. But what Algie could have done is like, listen, uh, if you want your son back, you're going to have to partner with me. Bam, movie over. But, of yep. course, you know, it's not called this is, you know, Warner Brothers movie. It's called fucking Space Jam 2. Mm-hmm. And they just need an excuse to play basketball. Yeah, and then, so so anyway, Algie succeeds. He's like, okay, you better go round up your team, LeBron. So LeBron just... Basically goes down rabbit holes in basic Super Mario worlds where there's, you know, there's different themes. Like there's a Matrix world, there's a DC world. There's Pretty a, much anything that's somewhat popular in the Warren Brothers universe. Oh, yeah. And, and that they need to showcase and show off. Oh, bro, we'll fucking get to that. Oh, later. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I'm going to shit so fucking hard on Warner Brothers yeah. because I hate them. And we talked about it last podcast, too. Yes, bro, they're literally a fucking villain. They are like the real world villain they in are. this world. They fucking suck, and I hate them. Mm-hmm. But I want to continue with this plot thing. Yep. He goes to so many different worlds, like Harry Potter, DC, this and that, right? And, you know, LeBron even comes up with a fucking whiteboard of like, okay, I'm going to need Superman. I'm going to need Iron Man for my team, right? Mm-hmm. And the movie goes to no lengths to explain why like LeBron actually could have gotten those characters. Like, Obviously they didn't because they end up with the Toon Squad. Yep. Why did they have to? Why did LeBron have to sell for the Toon Squad? He literally could have gotten any fucking character from the five different worlds that he visited. But he's like, eh, I'll take. And the And what's toons. amazing, all the characters he wanted were in the stands. I know, right? <laughs> it's I don't fucking get it. Uh, and like I said during this plot, they really made Bugs Bunny a piece of shit, which is sad to say, because in the plot he goes to the Toon World. Or the tune verse, I don't know how to explain it. That's where Algy sends him. And then Bugs is the only one there. He's like, yeah, my family, all my friends. Algy promised them bigger roles and stuff. So they're in different universes and stuff like this. And yeah, that's the whole plot. And like Bugs like, I just want my family back. And LeBron's like, well, I need my, my son's kidnapped and trapped. I need to win this game. Yeah. And they just made Bugs a piece of shit because they go to these worlds. And Bugs like, hey, Daffy, Porky, come play this game. Superman's right there, but LeBron just doesn't question it. And they gather to the Toon Squad. It makes no fucking yeah. sense to me. And then the last hour of the movie is, excuse me, when they play the basketball game. And it's so fucking yeah. embarrassing, man. This is one of the problems that the first Space Jam movie had is that they played and obviously, like... There's no rules, like, the law of physics doesn't make sense, like, you know, the the fucking Monstars can, you know, what do you call it? They they can literally, like, fucking rip 
bugs his arm off yeah. and it's not a technical like there's like no rules is what i'm trying mm-hmm. to say like they could jump from one side of the court to the other and you're like well how does that happen is there no gravity and you're like well the movie never fucking explains it you know there's many times where in the first one where bugs just gets on this scooter and then he just starts yep. fucking weaving through people and i'm like where, where do you get a scooter like it's i mean that's obviously the point of the movie like looney tunes but fucking space jam 2 goes through hella fucking lengths to prove that like there's one there's no stakes in this game yep like you you think there are because they're down 1000 points at halftime you're like oh gee they're probably not coming back yeah. from that and then 10 minutes later they just fucking skew that and we'll, and we'll get to that in a second but like there's just no fucking rules they they, yeah. they they do whatever they want in the first one yeah no really big rules or anything but it was still a basketball game you score a bucket two possibly three points right and all that there's half times and stuff you know possessions in this one they just threw that idea away it's like just do what you want the ball goes in there's just it's so hard to explain because they're so inconsistent and shitty right i wish i had a clip to pull up yeah but yeah we can get more into the whole style points in game later yeah but um it just doesn't make sense like one the fucking spider lady scores one dunk and then she just takes all of her balls in her six yep. arms and keeps scoring i'm like i'm sorry dude do, do they not get do the looney tunes not get a chance to fucking get the ball back before she scores again and that's what i'm saying like they can just do that score a hundred points in a second and then like the tunes like oh we're getting our asses kicked we're gonna get deleted we're not gonna win it's like you guys are not even should be worried at this point in the original one they're down i think a half 70 to 30 yeah possibly I'm not sure, somewhere around there. And that was, like, actually intense. Like, yeah, they're getting their asses kicked. How are they going to actually come back? Mm-hmm. In this one, they're like, you can easily come back with one basket. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It doesn't, it just doesn't fucking make sense, man. Like, Dom, Dom scores, like, a slam dunk, and he gets, like, 100 points for it. I'm like, how, how the fuck yeah. does that work? Like, it goes back to what you said about stuff. Let's explain the style points okay. now because it's just it doesn't make any fucking sense. So, I rewatched the movie, unfortunately, to try and track the style points. And every time I saw style points, I wrote it down. So in the first half, I don't know how this is possible, but the first half was solid twenty minutes of screen time, and we saw, I think like, six buckets actually scored. Mm-hmm. And. So the first half, the very first point was a windmill dunk by the White Mamba, and that was 16 points. I was like, okay, that's fine. Then Dom got a 33-pointer for using a jump pad and dunking. I was like, all right, I guess that's all right. And then this, we talked about this. The Spider Lady scored it multiple times in one go and got 200 points for that. Fucking dumb. And that was in a solid 10 seconds. And then all of a sudden, it just cut to the second half. Or, actually, no. Kronos came in, which was Damien Lillard, and he can stop time. And before he came in, the score was 752 to 39. How did the Toon Squad get 39 points when LeBron James scored twice for easy jump shots? I don't know. But, you know, Warren Brothers doesn't even know, so they don't show how they got those points. Yeah, literally the fucking director was like, I don't know how they got these points, but um, we need to move this plot along. Yeah. So we're just, we're going to give them extra points where it's needed, and we're going to go to no lengths to explain how. Yep. And Kronos came in, most overpowered character, and 
stopped time, dribbled around, dressed LeBron up in a costume because that's funny, I guess. Yeah. And then dunked, got 300 points. And they had a Back to the Future reference, which isn't even Warner Brothers property. Well, they had a Rick and Morty reference, too, and I'm yeah. like, how fucking dare you? How dare you? I know. So, he scored 300 points, and then all of a sudden, boom, halftime's like, okay, 20 minutes, I saw about six baskets scored, and a lot more of this cringy-ass trash talk and dribbling than actual basketball. And it's, how did it get to halftime? I mean, it gets a lot. A lot worse, like the logic and reasoning. And there is no logic and reasoning. They just throw it away. And seriously, some of it's just for comedic relief. Yeah. You know, like with the Spire Lady scoring like 200 times, like, <laughs> oh my God, yep. that was funny. You got me that time. So after that, Shorks. They, the team's like, oh, we're losing. And then halftime, show the scoreboard for the first time in like five minutes. 1,000 to 1,039 to, no, 1,037 to 39 points. And I sat there like, how the fuck did that happen? It's so stupid. I was like, oh, we're losing so bad during halftime. I was like, how are we going to win? And LeBron's like, let's be loony. loony. That's how we're going to win. Yep. And then <laughs> they brought in the fake Michael Jordan. Okay, uh, I will yeah. talk about that right now. Yep. Um, I actually thought they were going to bring in the regular Michael Jordan because that's exactly what Warner Brothers would do is fucking milk us for more fucking cameos yep. and Easter eggs in this film. One of the fucking things I... I'm sorry, I need to stop saying the F word so much. <laughs> but this movie yep. just... Fuck, I fucking hate it. Um, I actually thought they were going to bring in Michael Jordan because that's that's what Warner Brothers would do. They would milk us for more Easter eggs and cameos. Of course. Um, so when I saw it was Michael B. Jordan, I actually laughed. That was the one time I chuckled in this film because it was Michael B. Jordan. I'm like, it's actually kind of funny. Yeah, I saw that. That was the one part that, no, I I have that down in my notes. That's the only fucking part I liked about the film. Like the rest wasn't even funny. The rest was, you can tell they were on an agenda Mm -hmm. and they, they, they tried to land some joke. Like, so at the beginning when Bugs meets, um, LeBron, you can just tell they brought out, like, the old classic Looney Tunes jokes, you know? Like, remember when he paints a, a tunnel on the brick wall and he walks through yep. it? And then LeBron tries to walk through and he gets fucking slammed, mm-hmm. you know, because it's a wall. Then they do the whole barbershop scene. I don't know if you remember that from the yeah, original. But yeah, yeah. And then, you know, dude, they even did a fucking big Chungus reference. I know. That's when I wanted to turn off this film. By the way, watching this film was very fucking hard for me. It was. I was on my phone for a lot of it. Oh my god, it was so fucking awful. And I knew just by the first seven minutes, I was like, fuck this film. Yep. So, yeah, you can tell they just tried to roll in the original jokes from the Looney Tunes within five minutes. I'm like, you guys did it in the worst possible way possible. Yep, and then showcase all these cameos and extra characters from their best-selling movies. And it's like, if that's the best part of the movie, is seeing characters that aren't even part of the Toon Squad. This movie's ass. It's terrible. Yeah. My favorite part was the when Wile E. Coyote in the Roadrunner Road was in like the Mad Max universe. I was like, oh, yeah. that's a funny scene. Too bad that has nothing to do with Toon Squad or the actual movie. It's mm-hmm. just another cameo and Warren Brothers sucking their own dick for, you know, attention and all that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the plot... Is just so messy. It doesn't make sense. There's no logic and reasoning, yeah. especially in the fucking final game, man. 
it just doesn't make any sense. Like, we, I mean, we already covered it. Like, you know, points are scored, and we don't know how. Like, they, they, they just go off style points. Like, one person mm-hmm. scores a buck, and you're like, okay, that should be two points. But it ends up being, like, 37. And seriously, it doesn't make any sense, but they're, like, style points, baby. And yeah. I'm like, what What the fuck does that even mean, you know? And the crowd's all hype, hype like, oh, it's a video game. This is cool. It's just so no, dumb, man. It's dumb. And then, and then the rap battle came around. Yes, let's fucking talk yeah. about the rap battle for a second. So in the middle, this is um, after the second half when, by the way, um, the Looney Tunes score all the, their thousand points back in the third quarter, which just was so dumb because then you're like, well, what's the fourth quarter going to be? And then it's just this cheesy. Oh, we can talk about that later. Yeah, it's this cheesy quarter. Um, yeah. Yeah, but there is a rap battle between, mm-hmm. is it Porky Pig or is it Foghorn Lake? It's, it was, it's both, it, isn't it? It was just Porky Pig. And yeah, then, it was just Porky Pig. Well, it started because Algy was complaining about something and he made a rhyme on accident. And then Daffy Dust like, oh, we're doing this? And then all of them all just dressed up in baggy clothes and stuff. It's like, And then, I don't know, Porky, Daphne's like, Porky, show them what you got. And then and then they do a fucking rap battle. Yep. And by the way, like the Goon Squad in Algae, they don't even fight back. So it's just oh. like that one. They just do the, oh, the cringiest movement. Like, oh, get out of here. That's not. Yeah, like if one, if you're gonna do a rap battle, you should at least allow the other team to rap back. Because I was I was like hoping Don Shield was gonna rap or something. I was like, okay, well that actually and might then... be funny. But no, it's just like yep. a one sided rap battle. And then they score like. 300 points off this rap battle yeah. and i'm like this isn't even basketball yep. this isn't even basketball There's a solid, anymore probably like two minutes of a rap battle i don't think it i don't think the game timer was going then all of a sudden 200 points is like and then i think after that the score was still 1039 to like 500 mm-hmm. and then wiley coyote comes out the mvp of this game brings out this machine you know because they're tuned squads so they have this funny machine, sticks a basketball in it, and just scores hundreds of shots in the span of 10 seconds. Yeah. And that gave them 500 points. It makes no sense. No. And then all of a sudden, oh, they're back in it, and then the third quarter ends, and they're in within two points all of a sudden. Because, you know, you can easily just score 500 points in 30 seconds. It makes I I, I think we've made our point. So. Yeah. I, I want to move on from the plot because I've been dying to talk about this. I want to talk about Warner Brothers' involvement in this film. Yeah. And it's so fucking frustrating mm-hmm. because the, the shit that Warner Brothers gets away with is seriously asinine. And I said it like a little back, you know, a couple minutes ago in the podcast. They are the literal fucking villain, not of this film, but of. 2021 they are single-handedly ruining like movies and it pisses me off because i am a huge fucking fan and advocate for dc comics and the fact that they're just straight up ruining the entire dc universe is awful and now that they pull this shit where they make a space jam 2 and then they just they literally you can tell they didn't try and this is this is the problem i have with warner brothers when they decide to make a movie, they don't make it because they're like, well, well, I mean, this might be good and this will be really good for moviegoers. No, they just care about fucking taking the money out of your pocket and then just swimming in their 
fucking $4.5 million house in their fucking indoor pool, you know? Yep. That's what Warner Brothers is about, and that's why I wish, you know, HBO Max would buy DC Comics so DC can have, you know, the the fucking fandom they deserve. Exactly. So with this film, Warner Brothers is basically all over it. And I counted how many times the Warner Brothers logo is in this film, and it is 42 fucking times. Just the logo, by the way. There's other times they, they visit the studio, and and this is the part I want to get into. You and me said this is basically just a movie where Warner Brothers is sucking their own dick. Exactly. This is absolutely true. They, When LeBron's you know trying to find his team, whatever, to play Al G., I told you, he goes to these different worlds, like Harry Potter world, and Mad Max world, and Matrix world, and DC world. It's literally like all the famous films that Warner Brothers owns, and we, and then there's just a scene with every like character in it. It's really fucking cringy. It is. It's a solid two hours of just a giant ad. Yeah, it's a giant ad for saying, go watch our movies. And you know what? It fucking worked. The entire time I watched this film, I wanted to go watch any other fucking DC film. Or, I'm yep. sorry, Warner Brothers film. Or just any other film. I fucking hate Warner Brothers so much that I don't want to watch any more of their films. Yep. And like I said, if the best part of the movie is them showcasing all their other movies, is it even a good movie? No, it just makes the movie even worse. Because, and we can talk about the common the common thing I hear in reviews is, oh, it's just a kid's movie. That should not be an excuse for how bad the plot is. Because yeah. I, I love kids' movies. Yeah. Incredibles, Toy Story, Up, mm-hmm. all those, Pixar, Disney, which has good characters, good plot, and overall it's a good movie, unlike this trash-ass movie. And you just can't say, oh, it's a kid's movie, don't take it too seriously. It's like... This isn't, Sam, this isn't a kid's movie. This is a movie where Warner Brothers was like, cha-ching. We yep. made our fucking money, you know? It's really fucking embarrassing. I put it down in my notes. Warner Brothers is literally 69ing themselves, you know? know? They're literally fucking bending over and smelling their own farts and sucking their own dick. Because they there, there was probably not one fucking movie that they did not reference in Space Jam 2 that they own, you know? There were film. There were references that I didn't even know that Warner Brothers owned. I didn't know Warner Brothers owned Mad Max. Like I guess I did, but I totally forgot about it. Yeah. I didn't know they owned The Matrix. Mm-hmm. You know, they made so many fucking references to their own films. Like they even made a Scoob Scooby Doo reference. Yep. King Kong, Iron Giant. King Kong. Yeah. Even like old films like Casablanca and Clockwork Orange. Yeah. Which... So not only do you see. Like, we visit the Warner Brothers studio in California, like, five fucking times. Of course. And they have their own um, poster set up. Like, they have Aquaman and, you know, they have Wonder Woman and all of this. There's just not a time where you don't see Warner Brothers just throwing it in your face. Exactly. And it's just horrible. I, I don't know how else to ex- explain it. Like, that's cool. We get to see movies we actually enjoyed. Well, it's basically, but like you said, it's an ad where mm-hmm. it's like, go watch our other films. And it fucking worked, man, because that movie was so fucking bad that I actually wanted to go watch any other fucking Warner Brothers yeah, film. Exactly. It's really just fucking mind-numbing how, how far Warner Brothers will go to fucking promote their shit, mm-hmm. you know? And... Well, they're like, 
let's just add LeBron James, a bunch of bright colors, the tunes, and people would just totally forget about the plot. I think that was just their whole plan. Let's just have a movie where we can showcase all these other movies that we made. And let's just have LeBron James, bright colors, and all this. And maybe people won't think about how bad this movie really is. Yeah, they they had... This is what Warner Brothers does. They have an idea, and then they just fucking fast right through it. Like, they... They, they, they don't get the proper writers or directors. Mm -hmm. They don't sit down enough time in pre-production. They're like, okay, let's get this movie out. Let's go. We mm -hmm. want to make our money. You know how many writers it took to make this movie? Fucking one. You would think. Six. Six men and women sat in a room, wrote this, and thought, yeah, this is good. I, I don't get it. You would think, yeah, only one guy just wrote this movie because the plot's so inconsistent and just, it looks like, each person just wrote 20 minutes of the movie and they're all in separate rooms and didn't talk about it. It's like, yeah, sure, that works. Warner Brothers sits on this gold mine of just fucking great ideas. They, they, they own a lot of great shit, is what's, which is what you'll get from this film. And you just are constantly sitting there wishing that they would that they would capitalize on it, but they don't. And if they do, they just rush it and then the the movie or TV show comes out and it's fucking shitty yeah. because they're just trying to, you know, get the agenda of go to the, f go to the movie theaters and watch our film. Yeah. You can tell this was rushed because of the animation. Yeah. Now I don't care how the tunes look or how Lola Bunny looks as long as they look decent and actually like good. When they did this whole 3d animation yeah, on pictures, was... I guess it's all right. But when you actually watch it, it looked so it was, fucking fake. It was Space Jam such, 1 yeah. came out in 1996, and that looked way more real than what I just saw. Exactly. Yeah. They, like, oh, let's just do these, this 3D animation so we're different from the original. Yeah. And it was just so badly executed. They looked horrible. It was fucking terrible. I know. Can you imagine if Marvel did the same things that DC does? Can you imagine that, let's say... Let's say the MCU phase one and two came out just the way it was, right? Yeah. But then but then they started messing with phase three. Like, okay, well, well, we're going to need more uh, black people for this agenda or we're going to need to get our first like – they, they, like, like they start pushing films that shouldn't even be in the MCU just to be in there to beat, you yeah. know, their competitor. This is what fucking Warner Brothers does. They don't follow their own agenda. They they try to catch up with Marvel by I mean, there's a reason why Wonder Woman came out like really early because they wanted to beat Marvel to the punch of having a first female led superhero film. Of course. Right? Yeah. And now they're doing the same thing with the Flash. The Flash bothers the fuck out of me because they're because you can tell Marvel is or I'm sorry, Warner Brothers is just trying to push this agenda of creating the multiverse before Marvel does. And by the way, you're kinda already too late, but you know, yep. I guess since it's going to be in movie form, like, ah, we fucking beat Marvel with a punch, you know? Yeah. And also want to talk about this, going back to, like, the whole basketball game, air quotations, because it's not a basketball game. It's, it's not. It's just a clusterfuck of scenes. Just, like I said, it was so inconsistent. And it should not be a thing, because... Algy has all the power, and for some reason, like, yeah, he cheats like a bad guy should, 
But he cheats. He doesn't do it consistently because, you know, the movie needs to happen. And you can tell that a lot because at the very end, I don't know, Algie had a posterizing dunk on LeBron. You think, oh, style points, that should be a lot of points, you know. No, it's only two because, you know, the game was close, so they need to make it intense. Yeah, I totally forgot um, Algie's whole fucking cheating scheme. Yeah. Remember... Um, before the game starts, the stakes were like, so if the Toon Squad loses, you all are trapped here forever. And I'm like, since when? I th- since when is that your fucking agenda? Yeah. Like I thought it was just to get noticed. Like you got all these random people, and it's like, yeah, if they lose, you guys are gonna be trapped in the server verse. And forever. by the way, he does lose, but for this entire film, you're under the impression that Algae has all controlling power. So yeah. even if he did lose, like. How come he didn't just bend the rules and like, well, I lost, but you guys are going to stay here anyway. Exactly. Like, there, there was no rules, like... The last 30 seconds, Lola Bunny hits a shot to take the lead by a point, and, look, and Algie's like, I'll just take those two points off. What's the point of the whole movie if you can do that the whole time? I don't get it. And then his final, I'm going to say boss form, was just so bad. It, was, it didn't look good. He just got taller put a bunch of CGI on him, make him look muscular. Well, I mean, that's what Warner Brothers loves to do, fucking CGI the shit out yeah. of it and just have action, exploding scenes. Yeah, you can really tell they ran out of money with the last 20 minutes of this movie. Right. Because, I'll say, I'm just going to talk about this now, the whole fourth quarter. Okay, so after Wiley Coyote scored 500 points, the Toon Squads are back in it, start of the fourth quarter, they showed it, 12 minutes. I was like, okay. And then all of a sudden, LeBron James drives down the court, picks up the ball, and starts talking to his son, Dom. But I was like, man, it turned into a Fast and Furious movie about family. He's like, oh, I love you. We're family. We should stick together. Just the most... Because... Well, I mean, that's all LeBron did the entire film yep. was just give motivational speeches. It was a motivational speech. And then crack some wise jokes that were fucking definitely not funny. Yep, and he picks up the ball, throws the ball down, is like... I love you, you're my son, you can make video games, you don't have to play basketball. And I was saying, like, okay, the game's still going on, the goon squad is just sitting there, I guess, and they're not, yeah. gonna, like, Algie's a pretty, he's a he's the bad guy, and he's not taking advantage of LeBron just putting down the ball and stuff. It goes back to the whole plot thing where there's no logic and there's yeah. no reasoning in it. And, like I said, you can tell they ran out of money because Dom trades teams, Algie yells at them, and then it cuts back to the scoreboard and there's 30 seconds left of the fourth quarter and that was the whole fourth quarter was lebron saying i'm sorry to his son yeah and i just looked at like what the fuck happened of course i didn't notice it because this movie is just so bad that i didn't pay attention to it at first and i saw it's the fourth quarter and it's like oh 30 seconds left cool but no once you actually pay attention it gets even worse it was cringy mm-hmm. the entire fucking two hours. Yeah. LeBron's like, let's get Looney, and his Looney is making that dumb face yeah. at the other team. It's like, I'll admit, right. the CGI around when they're playing the basketball game, that wasn't bad. The only thing I thought that was bad was the 3D animation yeah. when they mm-hmm. animated the, the Looney Tunes. But 
honestly, when they're in the serververse and they're playing the basketball game, the CGI isn't terrible. But there's way too fucking much. C- there's way yeah. too much CGI in this movie. Mm-hmm. Way too much, and I mean that's a fucking key role that Warner Brothers plays in their movies. You know, they don't ever want to build an actual set. Or this is why another reason why I hate Warner Brothers is because everything just has to be CGI. Again, you you can see the formula they do. They're like, okay, we have an idea, and we think it's going to make money, so we're going to rush this as fast as possible. Fuck the quality of the story. Mm-hmm. Fuck the quality of filming. The, the the moment we get this out, like we're going to make money. Why do you think we're making another fucking Batman film? When I saw that we're making another Batman film, I'm like, you guys fucking suck. That's they're, like, they're literally... And there's a reason why there's an entire Batman scene in this film because Warner Brothers knows mm-hmm. Batman is the moneymaker. Anything surrounding Batman yeah. will be the moneymaker. That's why we're making a Batgirl film. That's why we have, you know, a Batgirl TV series. Yeah. That's why we're getting a bat like a what is it like a Gotham Knights video game or something? Yeah. Or a Gotham Family. But like, of course, that was the main. If you look in the background of all the Warner Brother characters, that's what you're gonna see. You're gonna see Batman. Yeah, you Batman saw Robin. Jack Nicholson's Joker. You saw three versions of the Joker. You saw, I think, Jared Leto, Leto's Joaquin Phoenix, and then Jack Nicholson, and then Catwoman. Which is funny because when that. Joker came out, Warner Warner Brothers was highly against it because it was too dark. Of course, oh, you know Warner Brothers is out. They're just trying to literally brown nose Marvel and trying to make this happy film, mm-hmm. you know. And obviously, Joker was the exact opposite. It was another dark film. And it did good, and they're like, we never doubted Todd Phillips for a second. His film was so good, and we loved it. And the fact that they, that they had the fucking audacity to show it in Space Jam 2, I was like, go fuck yourself. If they if they put a, a Josh Whedon theatrical Justice League poster in that film, I would have marched right down to Warner Brothers and fucking slit all their throats. Because that's an even bigger fuck you to the fandom. Exactly, like... We talked about this, all the superheroes they showed off in all the posters. I was looking, I was like, huh. Of course, there's no Justice League or Zack Snyder anywhere. Oh, no, of Because course not. he straight up embarrassed them. And they're too much of, pretty much too much of a pussy to admit that they're wrong. They'll, they'll never admit that they're wrong. They're literally yeah. so, they got their heads shoved up so far their own asses that they will not just admit that they're sorry. And and the way that they're doing that is they're they're creating an entire new DC universe and saying that Zack Snyder's like trilogy isn't even in it. Are you fucking kidding me? Just apologize and we can move on. Yeah. They just want to look like the best movie studio ever so they're not going to admit when they're wrong and of course any opportunity they have showcase their old movies which did good in the past. Well, that's what's really dangerous about Warner Brothers right now. I don't think they're going to make any quality films anymore. They're just going to be too busy yep. smelling their own farts with their old films that were actually classics. Yep. That they didn't make, by the way. They just bought that like franchise. You know, They're like, well, we made it. And I'm like, no, you didn't. Yeah. You didn't make the 1978 um, Christopher Reeve Superman directed by Richard Donner. You didn't fucking mm-hmm. make that. Warner Brothers was not involved way back then. Mm-mm. But since they bought it, they bought DC Comics. They're like, we made it. Go fuck yourself, buddy. You didn't make shit. Yeah. And, yeah, having <laughs> fucking Rick and Morty in it, I forgot to talk about. I don't I don't understand. I thing. was like, you don't have the rights to that. I don't understand how you, 
again, yeah. Warner Brothers probably paid a shitload of money to get that. I know, I was like, it. Justin, why are you doing this? And I was like, oh yeah, because he probably got paid a shit ton for that one line. You know what agenda I really fucking hate right now that Warner Brothers is doing? What's that? They're literally trying to push this um, fucking diversity agenda saying, we we love and accept all races and genders and sexuality. And they're literally pushing this because they're the exact opposite, which is why, yep. you know, the whole thing with Zack Snyder's Justice League never got made. And, yeah. you know, they were being, which is why we have the whole Ray Fisher who plays Cyborg. We have that whole movement, you know, mm-hmm. accountability over entertainment, I think. I think that's what it is. But you can tell that they, they dude, they're not even going to cast a white person anymore. It's It's got to be someone of color so they can yeah. prove that they're not racist. And I'm like, just fucking apologize. Like, did you see who they casted for Bat, Batgirl? For the TV show or like? No, the movie. They're, 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 I, I told you they're making, yeah. well, I didn't tell you, but I knew they were going to make a Batgirl movie. Why? Because it's centered around Batman. They're like, wow, we can make money off this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know her name, but she's a, she's part of the Latina X community. Mm-hmm. And look at, look at Supergirl, Sasha Calhoun or something. I don't know, but she's yeah. also Latino. Like, like no one in Warner Brothers, if there's a Warner Brothers movie, there's not going to be a white person casted anymore. It's got to be like someone black or Asian or something. Well, they just want to look good. Yeah, seriously, they want to look good on paper so, like, you know, no more racist allegations come up. Mm-hmm. It's literally the most bullshit cover-up story I've ever seen. Yeah, you know? that is so true. Yeah, it's it's really fucking embarrassing. And now, and now, look what they're doing with the Flash film. It's going to be Space Jam 2 2.0. Instead of trying to make the Flash its own thing, which it probably will, it'll probably be its own film. But look how many fucking people they're bringing back just to mm-hmm. bring they're bringing back um what's his name? Michael Keaton. Yeah, they're yep. bringing back Michael Keaton's Batman. They're bringing back Ben Affleck. They're they're, they're and I guarantee there's going to be way more cameos and they're just doing mm-hmm. that because they're like, "Hey, look, you know, we're trying to create a multiverse to beat Marvel, but also, you know, this guy's from a good film that we made years ago." Seriously. They love to smell their own farts. They do. And uh, just every year it gets more and more disappointing with them. It's so fucking disappointing. Yeah. I can't think of the last movie Warren Brothers came out with that I actually enjoyed. Can you? No, not really. Yeah. But you can see there's a reason why we don't talk like the the DC fandom doesn't talk about Birds of Prey or suicide squad or any there's a reason why we only talk about the Zack snyder trilogy it's because they were fucking great films it was completely different from marvel and you can tell when dc and warner brothers try to make a marvel film because it's just so lighthearted. there's jokes everywhere and there's comedic relief which is fine because you can make a film like that you can but Zack Snyder's vision was just so great and grand, and it's what we wanted. And the fact that Warner Brothers is just denying it, saying, okay, we got something planned and stored for you. Don't worry, just sit back. We got something planned for you. Which is a fucking lie. They have no idea what they're doing, which is why they're using this multiverse tactic. Like, okay, well, since there's multiple universes, we can... When you have something like that, you can change the story however you want, because now you're including time travel, and there's different Earths, so different scenarios, you know? Which is why we're making a black Superman, which is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. But there's, 
Well, at least a black Clark Kent. Remember we talked about yeah, this? Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. That's fucking dumb. You know, there's an actual black Superman yeah, in the comic, right and his there. name's Val Zod, you know? Mm-hmm. And a couple, I think it was about a week ago where um, Michael B. Jordan's like, I'm going to write and produce a Val Zod Superman show for HBO Max. And I'm like, yes, fuck yeah. And he might even start in it star in it too and i'm like fuck yes that'd bro be fucking great dude seriously that'd be so cool but no warner brothers is just so shoved up their own fucking asses they're like okay we're gonna make a black superman we're gonna make a we're gonna make an asian bruce wayne you know yep and like we said they just want to look good on paper exactly yeah they'll do whatever they need to do to not fucking apologize for being racist mm-hmm. instead they'll just show it like asian black here we go Yep, look at us. Right? I hope, and I'm, I don't know, I'm not discrediting, like, their casting, like, for Supergirl and Batgirl just to prove a point. If they're actual good actors, then I'm all for it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I think the girls that's playing Supergirl in the Flash movie, she looks awesome. She looks great. I'm just hoping that they picked these certain actors or actresses because they are meant for the role, not because you're trying to push a fucking agenda. Yeah. And that's going to be very clear what they're trying to do when those movies come out. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, they're, they're in the fucking shitter right now. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, multiverse. Um, There's 52 different Earths, and there's so many different ways that this happens. So this is how we're going to create it now, you know? Exactly. There was even an article where it's like, we're just going to basically include Easter eggs from um, the DC universe and start fresh. I'm like, you son of a bitch. So, well, here's another thing with the Flash movie. Mm-hmm. Again, it's just going to be all Easter eggs. Like, do you know Grant Gustin? Yep. Yeah, he plays the Flash on the CW show. Apparently, he's going to make an appearance in the Flash movie. And I'm like, yeah, figures, you know. And fucking Heath Ledger was alive. He'd probably make a cameo as a Joker somehow, you know. Yep. I'm telling you, they don't want to make their own film. They just want to make cameos to and references to better movies. Mm-hmm. What does Warner Brothers have going for them right now? They have fucking nothing. I'll tell you the Easter egg, like the fucking gold mine that they have right now is the Christopher Nolan films. That's the only thing you got going for you, pal. Because he makes some great films. I need to I still need to watch Tenet. I haven't seen Tenet yet. Not me either. It's out on HBO Max, but But yeah, you're completely right about that. They have no future. They have no future. And they're just they're, they're, they're doing what they've always done. They're like, okay, we're going to throw something out there and see mm-hmm. if it works. And again, it's usually off the it's off the characters that will make the most money. Yeah. I would love to see a fucking DC film that wasn't revolved around Batman or Superman. Or mm-hmm. like the fucking Justice League for that matter. Like fucking Doom Patrol. That was such a great that show. That was a good one. I had no idea who those fucking characters were. Nope. And it, that was probably the best fucking show I've ever seen. It was so fucking Yeah, good. like Marvel, they bring all these characters that no one has absolutely heard of and make them And they also good. have a plan. Yeah, they have the plan. But another thing with Warner Brothers is the way they put, like, uh, push merchandising as well. Oh, my God. And I can tell from experience marketing and merchandising is the fucking worst especially with marketing warner brothers is really good at marketing trailers and movies and it sucks because once you watch the film you're like i wish i only saw the trailer Mm -hmm. like they knew that 
you can tell they knew this movie was going to be shitty. So they tried to make up all the money they were going to lose with merchandising. Mm-hmm. So when I was working at Target and checking people out, there was so much Space Jam toys, action figures, shirts, jerseys. I've never seen so much merchandise for a TV and just, or a movie ever before. And it just shows like, they even know the movie's going to be bad. Let's just make a bunch of merchandise to try compensate for the loss. I can kind of see that, but I think, I don't think it's necessarily that in every case. Mm-hmm. I think they just do it because they are so fucking greedy for money. That's and true. I don't get it. Like, there's so many Warner Brothers executives that are just sitting on the fucking highest hill in mm-hmm. Brett Beverly Hills and their $7 million fucking... Like, what more do you need? Do you need the new fucking Tesla? And if you do, I'm sure you have enough money for it. I, seriously, you can tell Warner Brothers is just fucking there for the money. And that's why they market and merchandise everything. Like, the Suicide Squad's coming mm-hmm. out, and you see, like, all these Funk... Like, I don't know. Okay, I'll give Funko Pop a pass, because what Funko Pop does is, well, they literally create characters from every... You know, it's... And it's not just Warner Brothers. It's Marvel. It's um, Pixar. It's everything. Yeah. But, yeah, there, there, there will be shirts of Harley Quinn and King Shark at Target. And... You know, whenever a new DC or Warner Brothers films come out, they fucking market the shit out of it. And you're like, okay, go buy our toys. Mm -hmm. It's really fucking embarrassing how dumb they think we are. Yeah, that is just so true. All they see is just money. Dude, and they're messing up the characters that I fucking love and cherish. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine if Marvel did that? You know, they, they literally took... They did some good movies. Like, imagine if Iron Man, Thor... And Captain America, like, okay, so all three of those movies came out, right? Mm-hmm. In, like, one, three years. Imagine after that, they're like, okay, um, so so we didn't like those actors, so we're just going to scrap in, like, we're going we're gonna to redo the whole franchise. Or, or they're going to continue. Like, imagine if, imagine if they recasted Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, and Chris Hemsworth. But they, <laughs> they, they didn't even, like, explain it. Not even that... Even if they did explain it, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Just imagine if they recast it. Like, well, I mean, we just we just didn't like them. We think we think we found someone better. And then for the rest of those Marvels Phase One, Two, and Three, there's just new actors, and then they're even worse. You know? Yeah, that's just that would be so hard to imagine, but it's such a common occurrence for Warren Brothers. It's such a common occurrence. We had. DC had the perfect fucking slate open. Like, okay, we're going to do Man of Steel. Now we're going to do Batman v Superman. Now we're going to... Remember, Green Lantern Corps was supposed to come out in 2019. And oh now, we're maybe, now we're maybe getting an HBO Max series, maybe. And it's fucking 2021 right now. I totally forgot about that. Oh, I didn't because this, this is what Warner Brothers does. They'll, they'll hype you up for a movie mm-hmm. and they may or may not make it. With Space Jam 2, I knew they were going to may or may not make it. I don't fucking know. I wish they didn't. <laughs> Especially after the final product that we saw. Oh my. Yeah, just... Of course, like I said, trailers were amazing. Mm-hmm. Merchandising, all the imagery they showed to hype this up. I was like... You know what I fucking hate about this merchandising for Space Jam 2? Huh? I was going to buy a new Bugs jersey. You know, like... I, oh yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking call Space Jam what it is, but I love their new jerseys. They're fucking dope. I yeah, love because them. I those were cool as well. Yeah, I was going to go buy a Bugs jersey. But guess what? They don't sell them. They sell only the new LeBron jerseys, and I'm like, bro, I don't give a fuck about LeBron. Yeah. And 
of course, at the end, they killed off the bugs, but they brought him back because, you know, oh my God. they need to bring him back for more Oh, money. dude, I saw that, and I'm like, yeah, he's, he's fucking coming back. Uh, of course. And with no explanation, because Warren Brothers ran out of money for the budget. It's like, ah, just throw him in there. We'll be fine, because he's famous. Well, it's also funny that they thought... Again, Warner Brothers just thinks that the audience is just so dumb. I knew Bugs was coming back. Yeah. And the fact that you even tried in this entire film to make, you know, the Looney Tunes irrelevant, they're like, hey, look at this squad. That doesn't mean shit anymore. I'm like, bro, they've been around since the 1930s, and they're still fucking irrelevant. Like, they're still relevant till today. Like, everyone fucking loves the Looney Tunes. So Mm -hmm. the fact that you're going to make this movie and say, like, well, no one likes the Looney Tunes anymore... It's just it's just silly, you know? And then yeah. they kill off Bugs, and I'm like, oh, yeah, he's definitely going to stay dead. Yeah, at the beginning, Don or Algie's like, send him to the rejects, and you send him to the tomb <laughs> world. I was like... <laughs> so dumb. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're yeah. really a part of the rejects. Mm-hmm. Seriously, they've been around for almost a fucking century, man, and they've been making movies and TV shows, like, up the ass since then. You yeah. Yeah. I even watched this, dude, there was this Looney Tunes show. Have you heard of the Looney Tunes show? Probably, I think. It's so weird. It's um, it's obviously the Looney Tunes cast, but they live in modern day. Like, there's, <laughs> like, Bugs, he literally has a job, and Daffy is his roommate. They live in this house, and Bugs drives a Prius. It's actually, it's really <laughs> awful, but the fact that it's Looney Tunes, you're like, I can't help but at least sympathize for it. I fucking, I thought yeah. it was really good, you know? It's so funny. Like, it's literally just, it's literally just about the Looney Tunes, and they, they live in this cul-de-sac together, and I don't know, there's always a problem comes up, you know? Like, Yosemite Sam has an anger management problem, he has to go to therapy. Like, it, they, they literally live in modern times, and Bugs hmm. Bunny literally drives a fucking Prius. It's hilarious. I can't believe it. Maybe I heard a bit. Maybe yeah, I've seen it's, them it's, showers, it's, too. It's called the Looney Tunes show. Right. Is it, like, on Cartoon Network or something like that? It's on HBO Max if you want to go watch it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's fucking awful, but it's it's just so fun. It's, it's a good take on it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but... Space Jam wants me to believe that the Looney Tunes are irrelevant. They're in the reject space. Fuck you, buddy. I know, and then, of course, another part of, like, Algy being the bad guy is he convinced all the Looney Tunes to leave the Toon world to be part of, I don't know, DC, Matrix, mm-hmm. and all that, and that's why they're all in the different serverse worlds, I guess. Mm-hmm. And Bugs like, I'll just stay behind, and... Everybody leaves, like, why? They explain that part for, like, 30 seconds and expect us to be like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So he's just even more bad. It's like, no, nah, that's just... Ah, it was horrible. This movie was just such a fucking mess. Mm-hmm. And again, I went into this movie with no expectations. I knew yeah. it was going to be awful. But holy shit, it was yeah. awful. And then, capital. All capital letters awful. After I watched it, I was like, I'm going to watch the original one. And, like, the original one, in my opinion, 5, 6 out of 10, is not the best movie. It really isn't. Michael um, Jordan isn't the best actor, but goddamn, LeBron makes Michael Jordan look like fucking Leonardo oh DiCaprio. They were just... Yeah, Space Jam, the first Space Jam, it's not that good, but after watching Space Jam 2, you're like, dude, this should be, like, certified Rotten Tomatoes fresh, man. And... 
I don't know. I don't remember the score for the first Space Jam for Rotten Tomatoes. I think it might be in the 50s, 60s, fuck, maybe even higher. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But the plot to that was so simple and straightforward, and it just makes sense. That's all that matters. Right. The main guy, the alien more mountain, is struggling to make profits. So like, hey, let's have these Looney Tunes, which is, which because they're popular, of course. At not least, irrelevant. at least most of the plot made sense. Yeah. You know, like you understand um, the character's motive mm-hmm. for doing what they did. Yeah. Like, yeah, some of it didn't make sense, but that's because it's a you know you're mixing Looney Tunes with real oh, life yeah. characters. Like, Looney Tunes, like let's play these short aliens in basketball. Easy win. We can be free. Exactly. And then they got bigger and stuff like that. And then, like, let's get Michael Jordan. That makes sense. Unlike It makes sense. Yeah, LeBron's like, well, I need to play a basketball game for my son for some fucking reason. And his team's <sighs> so the Looney Squad. Terrible. I know. And I'm trying to remember more of the plot, but this movie is just so riddled with bad scenes. It's hard to The least fucking it. Warner Brothers and Nike could do is make a Bugs Bunny like Space Jam 2 out. I want a jersey. I really do. Oh, yeah. And... Oh, and by the way, um, this is one of the points I wanted to bring up in Space Jam 2. Mm-hmm. This is not a Looney Tunes movie. This is LeBron yep. and his son and the entire theme is circled around family. Fine. I get that, but it's not a Looney Tunes movie. They are literally shoehorn in there, and they are and and they make cameos. Daffy Duck, yeah. one, he doesn't even play on the team. He's the fucking coach. And Daffy Duck probably has like, what, thirty lines mm-hmm. maybe, thirty lines of dialogue. They forced the Looney Tunes in this movie somehow. I don't know how you can even force them, but that's what they did. They forced yeah. them in, and they don't do anything. Like I said, the whole basketball scene was them just like dribbling having this trash talk and then oh all of a sudden there's a bunch of points seriously on the entire movie lebron is, scored a couple points okay there you yeah, go the entire film is like lebron terrible dad and uh there's this fucking algorithm that kidnaps his son mm-hmm. and uh lebron needs to get his son back and then the looney tunes make a fucking easter egg cameo like there's seriously no character development for any of the looney tunes they're just there to play a basketball game and I don't know if you saw this, but I watched, like, the, when the credits showed up, I was watching that. And they had all the original. Oh, I didn't. The moment the credits showed up, <laughs> I was like, finally, it's the worst two hours of my life. <laughs> the ending was horrible. So he, LeBron was bringing his son to, well, his son thought he was going to a basketball camp. So he's ready for basketball. Got the basketball, got the clothes, got the bag. And LeBron's, and his son's like, yeah, I'm not really big into video games anymore. And LeBron's like, oh, but I brought you to this E3 convention. And then yeah. his son goes, well, running off. And all Chad's like, bro, you thought you really, he's ready for basketball. And then you're just like, I'll bring you to an E3. That just shows he's even worse of a dad. But yeah, credits roll and they have all the pictures for the original, or not like original, but like other ideas for the sequel to Space Jam. So there was supposed to be like a skate jam with Tony Hawk in it and their skateboarding. I was like, that might, that could have been fucking way better than this piece of shit. You know what the sad part is, is that mm-hmm. those might actually become movies. Warner Brothers like, well, maybe. Like, I yeah, don't know. They showed I'll have a, Tony Hawk. I'll have the algorithm figure it out, <laughs> see if enough people watch this film so we can make some more. Yeah. So they showed Tony Hawk. I think there was like seven different film ideas that they were going to go with. Tony Hawk 
skateboarding with the Toon Squad. There was a golfing one with Tiger Woods idea. I think there was a boxing one, probably with Floyd Mayweather or someone. But this just brings up the idea of should athletes really be actors? Uh, no. No, no fucking not shit. at all. Name one actor that's was a fucking athlete turned out to be a star actor. It just, it doesn't make sense. And I don't understand why there's this agenda that, well, maybe they should act. Like a big, a big example is like Tom Brady. Like maybe Tom Brady should act. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking oh. about? That makes zero sense. He's a fucking star football player. Why, why, why should we put him in the acting world? The only reason companies want them to act is to show up product, I guess. I don't it's know. Literally to sell to, the... It's literally to sell product. And I think athletes agree so they can sell their own, uh, so they can promote their own company. Like you won't believe how I should have counted this. How many times the LeBron James uh, logo appeared in this movie? Because mm-hmm. there was a shit ton. Yeah. On the courts, basketball, on his jerseys. Yeah. I should have counted that. I bet it was around the same number as the Warren Brothers logo. It's really fucking cringy. Um. That's like saying, well, should actors become athletes too? That just doesn't make any sense. You know, if you're good at one thing, that doesn't mean you're necessarily good at the other thing. Name Mm -hmm. one actor that was just a fucking star player. Like, listen, or star player that wasn't like a really good actor. Mm -hmm. Michael Jordan in Space Jam wasn't that good. No, he wasn't. LeBron in Space Jam 2 fucking sucked. Shaquille O'Neal's been in a couple movies. Terrible. I think think Shaquille O'Neal might be the worst of them. A second, a second runner-up would probably be Terry Bradshaw. Oh, he yeah. was he was in a movie, and I'm like, what, what the fuck? He's in a couple here? movies, actually. I think the farthest athlete should ever go is commercials. That's commercials, it, man. Possibly cameos, like we, yeah, we talked I think, about tattoo Tom Brady in it. That was fucking oh my great. god, yeah, that was fucking hilarious. Yeah, just keep them to fucking cameos, yeah, man. But main roles, besides the exception for me is WWE athletes. Or WWE stars. That's being such. It's just actors. such a weird. It's the, a weird niche with like, <laughs> with with our argument because there's been a couple WWE actors that are good. Yeah, like uh, Dave, The Rock. He's all right to me. I think he just kind of plays the same role in every single movie he plays. But you know, yeah. he he's an he's an actor now. He's pretty. Some decent. of that has to do with his size for sure. Yeah. I thought he was a shitty actor. Mm-hmm. Just and I don't know whether to blame that on him or just so, the writing. Yeah, it's either the writing and mm-hmm. or the shitty role that he took. Like he just takes on some shitty fucking yeah. roles. Like the Tooth Fairy was one of them. I'm like, what the what the fuck are you doing? You you fucking idiot. And then uh, John Cena. He's I don't think he's the best actor. He looks pretty good in the new Suicide Squad movie coming up, right? but I can't really think of another movie where it's like. John Cena, you did fucking amazing. He, well, I thought he was really down to earth in the Bumblebee film. I thought he did... Holy shit, I forgot he was in that movie. Well, I thought he did a great job because I was like, I don't... I can't tell this guy's acting. Here's here's how you can tell if a guy is... Or a per, if a person is a shitty actor. You can tell they're fucking acting. Like, they're literally mm-hmm. fucking overacting in a film. And you're like, okay, I can literally see the director just told you to do this, and then you rolled the film. Yeah. You're like, oh, Jesus, okay. Yeah. <laughs> With LeBron it's, James, it's, it's like... Yeah, it's not like John Cena did anything exceptional in Bumblebee, but mm-hmm. he did a solid job, which yeah. is weird, because I've seen him in a lot of shitty fucking films. Mm-hmm. It's like, the director told LeBron James in Space Jam, hey, give this great speech to your son. 
And it's just a motivational halftime speech every time he opens his mouth. Mm -hmm. And then, like, not one time, his tone of voice changed, his his facial Mm -hmm. expression changed when he said, hey, let's get loony, and made a funny face at the camera. And that was it. Yeah, LeBron was really overactive with his facial expressions, and I'm like, oh, my God, stop. And that's another thing that just completely ruined the movie. Everything ruined the film. Did you also another way shoving brands down our throat? When he, remember when he fell into the t- tune verse, mm-hmm. he made a Nike symbol. Yes, yes. <laughs> I saw that. I was like that's the most random shit ever. I said, I I said, God damn it! I, I screamed with the screamed with the fucking TV. I was like, God damn it! Of course. I said, God damn it, a lot during All watching right. that film because I'm like, are you are you kidding me? Ten minutes. I was on my phone. I was fucking playing a crossword pu- crossword <laughs> puzzle. It's like this shit's better than this shit. It's. It's just a weird thing. Do do fucking, you know, movie producers and company executives go to a fucking football game and they're like, you know what? This guy can throw a 60-yard touchdown. Who's to say he can't fucking act? Or she. (laughs) They think like, oh, he's a famous athlete. People won't care how he acts or how good of an actor he is because he's famous already. I care about that shit. Yeah, I care about that shit. It can make or break a movie. For real. Yeah, cameos are okay, but when you put him in the main role, I mean, what what do you expect? Do you think he's going to yeah. put on a Robin Williams performance? I'm trying to think of other movies that has athletes as the main character. The two Space Jams, there's that. Can you think of any other movie? I'm just thinking of Shaquille O'Neal. He's in a couple. Yeah, Shaquille. Um, man, I can look this up real quick. Yeah, look it up. I, I remember I, I did. Well, I remember I looked it up yesterday, and it was just mainly the big ones, like the fucking rock. And I'm like, well, I'm not looking for the rock, because <laughs> technically, I find that a little bit different if you're WWE, you know? Yeah. Even on Joe Rogan was like, he was in a couple films. He's like, I, I just it didn't feel right, or or else I, I don't, know, I don't want to speak for him. I think it was mainly he just didn't like acting. Yeah. But I thought it was a good idea. I was like, yeah, you should stay out acting anyway. I saw him in a... He's in fucking Zookeeper. I didn't even know that. And I looked it up. <laughs> and he basically played himself. And thank God it was just a cameo. I was like, oh, God. Did you find anything? No, my phone won't load. <laughs> but it doesn't matter because I can't think of any good movie that is memorable that has an actor as a lead role. Maybe you can look one up. Yeah, let me look up. Actors... Or should I say athletes, actors that yeah. played Batman? Yeah, you fucking think there's about ten of them, asshole. <laughs> actors that are athletes, maybe? Yeah. I don't feel like that's going to... Yeah, of course the fucking rock comes up. Terry Crews, was he a WWE guy or something? No, he just played college ball and a little bit pro. But... Arnold Schwarzenegger, that doesn't fucking count. And also, I don't think he's a great actor anyway. Yeah. He was he's so good as a Terminator, though. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. He's beautiful. Tommy Lee Jones is not an athlete. <laughs> Dude, no, these people are athletes. This no. is great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it just proves our point. Yeah. Stick to fucking sports if you're an athlete. If you're mm-hmm. an actor, stick to fucking acting. Exactly. You know? Um, okay, so, yeah, we are approaching the end of this podcast, so I told you I wanted to give my review on this, and then I want to look up the Rotten Tomato score, because yep. mm-hmm. 
I mentioned this last podcast. Whenever I watch a new film, I don't ever look at the Rotten Tomato score because I want to watch it like going like first of all i want a fresh mind going into it because if i see the rotten tomato score i'm gonna i'm definitely gonna and that's be good like because i always see it on accident and oh dude it kind I, of I, does affect it but oh, at the same I, time. I see it on accident all the time and there's this one account that i follow that just spoils it every time i'm like fuck like black widow was spoiled for me i'm like you piece of shit but yeah i always my philosophy go and watch the movie then kind of get my two cents on it then look up what other people think exactly and that's what I did with this movie exactly. And then you'll see all the reviews of it. And it's, I'm going to say this, it's a clusterfuck of reviews. Exactly. The moment I see the Rotten Tomato score, I'm like, okay, th- so I know what I'm getting into. And I'm not going to argue it. Because more often than not, I think Rotten Tomatoes is mainly right on movies. Yeah. Kind of. Okay, so. <laughs> but there's other times I think they're fucking wrong, man. And it's mainly when it comes to comedies out of all things. Oh, yeah. Because. I really, I don't think Rotten Tomatoes shouldn't review comedies anymore mm-hmm. because they look for just pure logic in the film and they don't look at the comedy part. I'm pretty sure The Wedding Crashers doesn't have that good of a... No, it does. Oh, it does? It has 85%. <sighs> okay, never mind then. But yeah, yeah, which is because I've, seriously, if they, if they, if, if Wedding Crashers got like, let's <laughs> say anything below 50% of Rotten Tomatoes, I'd be like, fuck you, you're completely <laughs> yeah. wrong. But I watched a Dirty Crampa for the first time the other day with um, Johnny Knoxville. Is that the one I'm thinking of? No, or? you're thinking of Bad Grandpa. Oh, Robert De Niro. Yeah, yeah, yeah Robert De Niro okay. and Zac Efron. Yeah. And yeah, it was a fucking shitty film. Mm-hmm. But I was like, okay, what's what's what score would I give this? And I was thinking like forty percent. I don't think like I saw it once. Like was bro, with it. like bro, it yeah. was really it, like it had some good comedy in there. But you can tell where Rotten Tomatoes was like, well, this isn't. This is why Rotten Tomatoes isn't good with comedies. They're like, well, the plot wasn't realistic, and there was some really cringy jokes, and maybe there was some bad acting, which kind of makes sense. But it's mainly the first two parts, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, it got like eleven percent Rotten Tomatoes, and I'm like, I don't think it deserved that bad. And by the way, if Space Jam got, if Space Jam Two got over eleven percent, saying that that movie, mm-hmm. that Space Jam Two is better than Dirty Grandpa, go fuck yourself. Like, Dirty Grandpa had its flaws, and it was cringy oh in ways, but I don't... <laughs> I know what the Rotten Tomato score should be. I don't... I checked it once. I That was when it first okay. came out. I don't know if it changed or not. Okay. Um. So, my personal review. I will give this movie 1 out of 10. The yeah. fucking plot is messy. It doesn't make sense. The fucking character development is really shallow and, frankly, is really cliche. Yep. Um, I have fucking Warner Brothers is just sucking their entire dick this entire movie. It's a, it's basically an advertisement, yeah. like you said. I had no fun watching this film. I was cringing and screaming at the TV the entire time. So I will give it a one out of ten. Yeah, and I know I'm generous giving it two, possibly three. Yeah, because, yeah, they had all their great movies, and that's the only reason. Mm-hmm. But you're completely right. It's yeah, one out of ten. Um, realistically, what I think the Rotten Tomato score would be, well, you got to think about it this way. It's a kid's film. Was it fun? Was it entertaining? Was it funny? Um, no, not really. (laughs) (laughs) Even looking at this from a kid's standpoint, you're like, 
Well, well it just has cartoon characters. And yeah, it has colors. cartoon characters, and you see it. a technical bad father become a really accepting and better father, I guess. So we really covered that, didn't we? <laughs> Rotten Tomato-wise, I want to give this 21%. I think that is mm. a reasonable score that it deserves. And if it's yeah. anything above 40%, I'm going to fucking lose it. If this movie... Batman v Superman, call it what you want. It's a messy film, but I don't think it deserved twenty six percent. So if you if this movie got over twenty six percent, technically saying that's better than Batman v Superman, I am going to fucking lose it. You ready to look this up? I am ready to look this up. Um, let's turn on the TV so everyone, and by I mean everyone, you can see. Knowing Ground Tomatoes, I think this is going to be way higher than it should be. I ho- I really hope not. And then you should really look at the fans' reviews, like on Google and stuff, and just how mixed it is. Well, you know what? We got time. Let's do it. Yeah. Let me screen mirror this so you can see all my porn. Let's turn it this way. Space Jam 2. Yeah, so this is above 40%. I'm going to lose it. 28%. Fuck okay. yeah, let's go. When it first came I was out, close. it was solid. 38% when it first came out. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's mm-hmm. fucking bullshit. You really can't trust Rotten Tomatoes when it first comes yeah. out because you only have a couple of critics. Mm-hmm. But then as more point, like, I think when Black Widow came out, it was sitting at 91%, you know? Makes sense, yeah. And now it's, spoiler alert, it's sitting at 80%. Mm-hmm. I think that's right on the do- I need to do a Black Widow review. Have you seen Black Widow? I have not, actually. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry I spoiled the score for you. It was fine. I knew it was going to be, like, actually pretty good. Does Bugs Bunny die in Space Jam 2? (laughs) Is LeBron James in Space Jam 2? (laughs) This is fucking great. Uh, Yeah, look at the real reviews and stuff like that. It is so... Where do you go for that? Oh, Oh, reviews. Yep. As a movie lover, I am surprised to finally see this sequel to a classic I've never watched until last night. How dare you? I have no idea why critics are being too critical, but this sequel is a big step up from its predecessor. (laughs) 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 Oh my god, this is great. This is from, um, this isn't, I don't think this is a critic, I think this is just... It's just random Google reviews. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is just random, like, Yelp reviews and shit. Um... From hybrid animation to computer graphics, it's a whole new level for the new generation as well. Watching through the film has been a fun ride as well as a message of being of being yourself instead of someone else. Uh, I totally forgot about the whole message of like being yourself was right. huge. Like at halftime, LeBron's like, Yeah, let's be loony. <laughs> at the first half he's like, Fundamental guys, fundam- fundamentals. And then also he's like, Yeah, let's be loony. That was the whole character development he had. <laughs> <laughs> right. I enjoyed and loved this film so much. This story is always unique and fun. The theme about love and support of your letting them what they want to do. And the effects. I love everything, and I mean everything about this film in all caps. <laughs> it, it really captured the weird, no pun intended, loony yet fun concept of the movie. The Looney Tunes are back. And I know not everyone. I am looking at you, Pepe Le Pew. I forgot they took Pepe Le Pew out of this. But I love how the tunes take different animation, even transition in different outfit look style, ETC. 
And I love their animation, whether 2D or 3D. This is hilarious. Can we find a bit? Let's, let's, let's look for a bad review. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, there's, there's. Oh, okay. So this is from Robin Helens. What started out as high hopes quickly turned to disappointment within 15 minutes of watching the film. The first half of the movie consists of Warner Brothers constantly stroking LeBron's ego, <laughs> referring to him as King James. Oh, I forgot about that. Right? Especially Don. He's the king. <laughs> He's the king, bro. And the other half is Warner Brothers stroking their own by showing off all of their franchises. Characters and properties they own in a way that is very reminiscent of Ready Player One. I totally forgot about the whole Ready Player One vibe it gave. I'm surprised they didn't make a cameo for that, you know? <laughs> I guess Iron Giant was good enough. Right. LeBron's acting was bad. He had little to no emotion to his voice and spent half of the film screaming, Ah! <laughs> in the most monotone and unrealistic way possible. The Looney Tunes character felt... Um, characters felt drowned out and extremely watered down by the multitude of other characters that Warner Brother decided to toss in just for the sake of showing showing it off. While I love the design of the 2D characters, even Lola, because I appreciate their character regardless of her appearance, I, I, my, I was mildly annoyed by the, the rosy red cheeks. This could just be um, a personal nitpick, but made me constantly think that they were blushing instead of flushered. The CGI versions never, never need to happen again. <laughs> this guy gets it. Yeah, this guy. Okay, we're done there. But <laughs> can you uh, quickly look up the original Space Jam on Tomato scores? I'm actually kind of curious about that. I'm pretty sure it's 46, if I remember correctly. But yeah, that guy spot on. All the other guys that reviewed were probably moms and dads who took their kids yeah probably and their kids liked it because or 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 it's probably the 12 year old kid reviewing it you know dude i actually want to watch space jam one now you know that's exactly what i did after i was like yeah this was horrible let me watch the original one and it made it so much better no i I don't want space jam two fuck nuts yeah you got put in one it's stupid 44%. That's reasonable, I think. I forgot Danny DeVito was in that. (laughs) And Bill Murray. Yeah. See, that's what you gotta do with athletes. You gotta surround them with such a great cast to compensate for their bad acting. Right. And the first one did really good with that, because not only was Michael Jordan was, like, one of the lead roles, but so was Larry Bird. Mm -hmm. And I guess you can say Charles Barkley and all that. And they surrounded them with Bill Murray... Danny DeVito, of course, and a bunch of... The guy from... I forgot his name, but the guy from Jurassic Park, Seinfeld. I forgot his name. Who? Um, He was pretty much Michael Jordan's, like, supervisor and stuff. Oh, yeah, Wayne Knight. Yep. I fucking mm-hmm. love Yeah, so... Him. And that's what they did in the first one. They drowned out Michael Jordan's acting with amazing actors. Right. And that worked pretty good. In this one, you have... Michael B. Jordan show up for a scene, and the whole movie's just LeBron by himself. Mm-hmm. And that just really shows how bad of actor he was. Oh, terrible. If you put him around, like, I don't know. I was really hoping Bill, Bill Murray was going to come back for this. I'm glad he didn't. I'm oh, glad, thank God. I'm glad Michael Jordan and Bill Murray didn't come. They were smart not to be in this movie, even God. for a second. Bill Murray's such an old fuck now. Jesus. 
he looks bad. I'm like, bro. Yeah, no, he does. But no, they weren't in it. Actually, he kind of was in it. Like I said, during the credits, they were having pictures of the original ideas for the sequel. I'm so glad I and didn't I think, see that. I think Bill Murray was in a picture golfing. Maybe you've been in it, but I'm so glad. Thank God. Good for you for staying out this movie. Michael B. Jordan should be ashamed of himself for coming in this movie and start doing Friday night quotes. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's funny. I learned um, a couple weeks ago... Do you know Bill Murray was written into the script of Space Jam? Like, he wasn't part of it originally. Oh, really? Yeah, he was written into it because, I guess, Michael Jordan needed, like, some company on set. Because if you think about it, you know, he didn't have any company on set. It was oh, just yeah. him and, you know, actors in green suits acting as the Looney Tunes. Yeah, I saw a little bit of the behind-the-scenes for Space Jam 2, and it's just LeBron in a green room. Yeah, and yeah. I was like... That's got to be kind of terrifying if you're not even an actor and you're doing this. Right. Like, LeBron, great athlete, great guy. I He's not my favorite, but I, he is a good player, I have to admit. Yeah. And doing this, man, like, you can't do this. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I, I know I would, I would be shitting bricks if I was just in a green room and a guy with a camera's like eyes yeah start acting yeah so that's why bill murray was written into the original space jam script and yeah. I, thank god he was yeah that was smart oh my god i fucking love bill murray mm -hmm. he's seriously one of my favorites yeah but he literally got written in because Le fucking michael jordan's like well i'm just tired of you know playing basketball against green suit actors <laughs> all day you know and in this new space jam of course they had all of this audience all the characters in the background and yeah that's cool but when you actually look at them the movie got a lot shittier because there's just on a loop you see oh, yeah. you see batman doing this dance and screaming and cheering when the toon squad is down when the toon squads are winning and even during a timeout just look in the background people oh, are going God. even the regular like people that got pretty much kidnapped into it's like oh yeah you guys are gonna be here forever if the toon squad loses Mm -hmm. They start going fucking crazy when the game starts, and, you know, they're cheering and stuff when they're down by a thousand. Right. And then the timeout hits, and they're all still cheering. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I, do, I think if you have such high stakes in um, Michael Jordan or LeBron, like, they're seriously, like, your favorite players of all time, and you're going to get in that, you know, dispute for how many years this has been going on, who's the better player, you know, LeBron <laughs> or Jordan. I don't think you should watch this movie. Because yeah. I've heard rumors that some people decide which movie's better just based off of who has a better athletic career. And I'm like, how? what the fuck are you talking about? And I about? bet that's why there's so many. Well, you can say that for the first one. People like Michael Jordan's so much better. And the, that's why the first one's amazing. It's like, the first one's not that good. Yeah. It's way better than this piece of shit movie. Yeah, oh but. my god. <laughs> I thought Michael was better acting-wise than LeBron. Oh, uh, he was. He but was. really not by much, because they both sucked. Yeah. But, I no, I saw these things on Reddit where it was like, well, you know, I think LeBron's a better player, so I thought this movie was better. And I'm like, what the you fuck can't, are you talking you about? You can't do that. Like. I, I really tried to just get in that the headspace of the person that wrote that, and I just couldn't. Mm -hmm. the, the only explanation I had was... This person just 
is living in their mom's basement and they're 40 years old. They don't have a job and they're just on Twitter and they watch sports all day while they're playing Minecraft or something. Because I, for the life of me, I didn't understand it. I'm like, <laughs> what does their athletic career have to do with fucking I don't, and anything with these movies? It has I, nothing to do yeah, with it. I bet if we kept on looking at those five-star reviews, it'd been little kids being like, yeah, LeBron's the best. That's why this movie's the best. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, well, fucking call me when LeBron has six championships, you know? <laughs> and I'm just over here like, did you watch the same movie? Like, did you watch Space Jam or The Last Dance, asshole? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, I was seriously crying, like, laughing. I was like, oh, my. Another big theme of this movie was preserving LeBron's legacy. Oh, yeah. Algy was like, I'm going to ruin your legacy with this basketball game. No, LeBron ruined his legacy by joining this movie. He, yeah, he I, he single-handedly did ruin his legacy. I was like, career. LeBron, you're a good athlete. And then I watched this movie and was like, I don't have any respect for you anymore. I want to call out Stephen A. Smith right now. Oh, yeah. I look up to this guy, and I love him. <laughs> oh, great guy. But he fucking loved this movie. He's like, LeBron, you did a great job. Space Jam was... I, I follow him on Instagram, and I saw this, and I'm like... Stephen A, you gotta stop lying to yourself, buddy. That's how it is with all the, all his teammates. If you go on LeBron's Instagram page and he's posting about the movie, all his fans and teammates in the comment section, you did an amazing job. And I don't, I don't expect you to say right to your face if you're a good friend of LeBron to say that he sucked, but yeah. you certainly don't have to say it was good. Don't lie. I wonder if LeBron thought he did good. That's all I wonder. It's a good question. If I performed in that and I saw myself like that i was like like it was pretty shitty and all this i'll admit like some of the like it's not an easy role because one you had to be a voice actor because some of it was animated but also you got to be a you know an actor around fucking complete cgi rooms you know the the only parts that were real in that movie were the live action ones at the beginning Mm -hmm. and the two basketball courts it could be pretty awkward for yeah, a guy the two that's buckets not, at the end yeah. you know it can be pretty awkward for a guy who's not an actor put into yeah. this type of yeah atmosphere. i bet that's a very difficult job yeah but i'm not gonna overlook the fact that you did a shitty job Mm-mm. you did a fucking shitty job yeah. and, <laughs> and all these fans are happy up you did so good i was yeah. like oh my god I, I love michael jordan and i can't even say he did amazing he was just kind of there yeah stephen a smith went down on my respect list by two mm. because i think he was just trying to fill an agenda you know because maybe he's good friends with lebron or maybe he's just trying to i think he liked it just because of the black agenda that they pushed on this film yeah so i think that's why stephen a that's smith why they had it. a rap battle <laughs> <laughs> probably but i was like stop fucking lying to yourself Ah, yeah, that. (laughs) It's just so... Like, what if Eli Manning, who is, like, a really big role model, you know, I I always looked up to him. Like, what if he did a film? And I just... He was so shitty, but I was like, you did a great job. That was so awesome. And then I judged the movie based off his athletic performance. Like, well, he won two sleeper bowls, so, you know, the movie was really good. (laughs) That's like saying... I'm trying to think... Like, Jim Carrey, he's in a horrible movie. He's like, well, he did good back then, so, yeah, it was good. Exactly. Uh, yeah, that's just nothing that ruined this movie. What are you doing later today, by the way? Me? Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go see uh, Old? 
that movie oh, that yeah. M. Night Shyamalan made. Shit, that looks that looks kind of scary, actually. I think it looks really good. And yeah. I, I texted my friend yesterday because he's... Um, he was supposed to buy a new car Saturday. Uh-huh. And he didn't keep me in the loop, so I called him. And he's like, yo, I'm in a movie right now. I'm watching old. This movie fucking sucks. And I'm like, well, does it really suck or does it just suck because it has the word, you know, M. Night Shyamalan in it, you know? Yeah, I think... Because, yeah, listen, he makes shitty movies. But yeah, and people this... judge his past movies. I saw the trailers, like, I'm going to come in with an open mind. I it haven't looks, looks at... It looks really good. I haven't looked at any reviews for it. We should go see it. I would love to, actually. We should have sex after this. As long as you're top... I like to, I'm kidding. I like to bottom, bro. <laughs> no, I'm, yeah, I'm down to see that. It Heck looks yeah. interesting. I'm always down for movies that are unique because there's so many sequels, reboots, and stuff. That's why right. I love uh, Jordan Peele as a director because he. Oh my god! I think he's making a new movie. Too. He is, and I, I forgot what it was called. I don't even think it's in pre-production. I don't even think. I think it's just. I don't even think he knows what it is yet, but I just know he's making another one. Yeah, you know? and it's kind of like Quentin Tarantino, like you know, he's making his final film, but he doesn't even know what the fuck it is yet. Yeah, so I love movies that are coming out that are unique, and it's so rare. Mm-hmm. So and I and I, he always comes up with these unique ideas. Are they executed the best? Not really, but I still love watching movies that are different from other movies. Right. Like in Split, they have this guy multiple personalities like i have never seen this on screen this is kind of cool i like it what's his name james mcavoy is that his name i think so yeah he's a he's a great actor he's, a, he's so underrated man he did so great in that movie that's probably one of his he was best great films. as uh he was an x-men yeah he um, was he was professor professor i couldn't think of his name for some reason but yeah professor x yeah and i've seen him in a couple other films and he was like really good yeah I'm like, holy shit. So, yeah. This, this guy's a really underrated actor. Old? Yeah, I'm totally down to see. Open-minded. No reviews on it yet, of course. Cause right. Because I, I know people are just going to bash. They're going to, like, I know the ending's probably going to be a little bad, and they're just going to completely bash on that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I haven't even... Maybe this is why I'm so open-minded. I haven't seen a single trailer for it. I've only really? seen promos of it while i was at buffalo wild wings and i'm like okay. oh yeah that I, looks I saw the first trailer and that's it because i just know they're kind of on an island that makes them like age rapidly or something yeah it's like this it? beach and yeah. in the trailer you said every hour is or no every 30 minutes is a year of their life something like that holy shit so yeah i thought like that's a cool i didn't watch any other trailers because i know it's just could probably repeat itself mm-hmm because it is a pretty straightforward, simple concept, but it's unique and different. And I, right. I like that. I'm going to bring this up for our next episode, but I want to bring it on now. You said you like movies that are unique. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny? Well, what's one of those really unique movies? Comic book movies, right? They're mm-hmm. really fucking unique because they're fiction, like, but they're, they, they're also kind of realistic. You got this live-action characters, and they have powers. or mm-hmm. Some of them don't even have powers. They're just, like really superhuman like fucking i don't want to bring up batman but he doesn't have any fucking powers but he's technically a superhero you know mm-hmm. you know what's weird is that we're really in this fucking height of the comic book genre movies right now that is so which true. is funny because i liked comic book movies way before the mcu ever even existed mm-hmm. before the dark knight trilogy ever even fucking yeah, existed. i grew up on michael keen batman yeah exactly i, I grew up on this shit and remember you were a fucking nerd you were you were you were a biggest fucking nerd if you oh, yeah. ever like now if you don't like marvel you're oh dude it's it's literally you're literally like there's something wrong with you if you don't like you know mm-hmm. marvel or dc or anything like yep. that 
and you know there's so much merchandise for it now like it's literally like a home run right now it is i'm really scared that well okay no i should say this first isn't it weird that we're just now getting into this like we're in the 2020s you know Mm -hmm. and obviously like it took off in 2008 with iron man but it's just weird because they've been around for centuries well Well, when iron man first came out no one really liked it that much no one was into it like they are now dude no one well no one even liked robert downey jr like when they casted him as iron man everyone was like are you fucking serious yeah because he like had a pretty bad past Oh, he had a shitty yeah. past, which a lot of people don't know. Literally, everyone just knows him as Iron Man now, you know? Mm-hmm. Which he should, which they should, because he was a fucking perfect Iron Man. Yeah. But no one knew, No, I don't even think a lot of people, like, I bet some people listening right now don't even know, like, his past, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, with his drug addiction, his mm-hmm. alcohol abuse, his dad fucking beating him and shit. Oh, you know? yeah. Oh, my God. He was a troubled kid. Mm-hmm. And when they casted him his iron man everyone was like what no you can't fucking cast a drug addict you know mm-hmm. yeah and now you fast forward many years later it's like he is iron man yeah and a very successful actor in other movies right tropic thunder is personally one of my favorite <laughs> movies and he's in it oh my god i watched that for the fourth of july it was so much fun. i watched it last week <laughs> so great yeah, i know I'm so glad we did that for the fourth. We were supposed to go to like this huge party and shit, and yeah. I just that was like the last thing I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. And we went down to Boulder too, and I just I hate going down to Boulder. Oh, that place. I don't I don't do it much anymore. <laughs> but usually, like when you go down to Boulder, that's when you party, right? And that's mm-hmm. what we were supposed to do. And luckily, our plans fell through. So I was like, "So you guys want to watch a movie or what?" And then I suggested Tropic Thunder, and that's what we ended up doing. Oh, that was that was so much fucking fun. Dude, that is such a so many great actors in it. Such a great. I, I totally film. forgot about all the other like side cameras, like Tom Cruise. Right. Is in it. Fucking Tom Cruise is so great. I think one of the reasons why we're on the height of this, mm-hmm. um, superhero comic book movie trend is because visual effects and CGI is so much better. You know. Mm-hmm. That's true. You want to know? It's fucking ironic. Hmm. DC used to be the fucking king of superhero films. That's you have so Christopher true. Reeve, you have Michael Keaton. Yeah. And then, what do you have on the Marvel side? You have this... Superman. That's it. Say what? Just Superman movies for Marvel. Or, oh. That's what I'm saying. Like, what did <laughs> you know. have for Marvel? Well, I'll tell you. Right. And I'm guaranteed some people listening don't even know because we choose not to choose that they exist. Yeah. You know, you have... We had this Fantastic Four movie back in the 1990s. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Terrible. Horrible. We had this Iron Man movie in like 1978. Looked fucking awful. Mm-hmm. We had a Captain America in 1990. It was fucking dumb. And I think there was three of them too. And then we had this Spider-Man TV show in the 70s, which was just an abomination. Like you can just tell. You're like, yeah. oh my fucking God. Now it's completely flip-flopped, which is so ironic. Yeah, is Marvel so is clearly the king, and they're on top, and DC's yeah. just, like, a fucking faint memory. I know. It's not even slowing down either. Oh, fuck no. Mm-hmm. But I, it brings up a good point that I wanted to bring up. There's got to be a point where we're going to slow down on this, right? That's what I was saying. Like, maybe in 10 years it might I just I think hit. it's got to be, like, 10 years. I like, feel like, to start it, DC just has to ditch Warren Brothers. 
HBO Max probably has to pick up that right or something. I don't know. Yeah. Something well, well D- Discovery, we talked about this last podcast. Discovery, you know, the channel, they merged with HBO and Warner Brothers. Yeah. And what we want, what the fans are speaking out right now is, like, Discovery needs to, like, move in, kick Warner Brothers out, and mm-hmm. have, like, bring Zack Snyder back. Or just yeah. bring back a sense of the DC universe, you know? You know, I saw this rumor the other day that Henry Cable, the guy that plays Superman, you know, Mm -hmm. I guess he auditioned for some Marvel role. And I'm like, God damn it. No, (laughs) please. No, no, God, please. No, (laughs) he's I'm not gay, but I'd go gay for him. He's so fucking hot. I would too. And I'm not I'm I'm not fucking saying that just because he wore the cape. Okay, have you seen him He's with his white hair on the Witcher? Oh my god. Oh yeah. Dude, he just yeah, no, looks good. like a fucking good. badass mm-hmm. when he throws on that Witcher outfit. He was really good in A Man from Uncle. Mm-hmm. Seriously, like honestly, if you ask me, Man of Steel was like one of his. It wasn't a bad film, but it's literally one of his lesser films just because he had so much better roles. Yeah. He was so good in Man Man from Uncle, and he's fucking beautiful as the Witcher. And season two is coming out. I can't fucking wait. Yeah, that is. That's true. Yeah, I just there, there's got to be a decline at some point, right? Like, which is hard to imagine right now because I feel like Marvel is kind of slowing down because now they're transitioning to TV shows instead. Mm-hmm. I really don't think they're slowing down, but I I, TV shows always come to an end soon. Yeah, well, 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 all trends come to an end, you know, yeah. like, like literally, like there's memes that last a day, and then if you bring it up two months later, you're like, what the fuck? Where have you been? You know? Yeah. I kind of think of the same way with Marvel, but obviously it's not two days. It's Mm -hmm. fucking 20 years or something like that. I'm just saying, like, 20 years from now, I'm guaranteed it's not going to be a big of a trend anymore. I can agree with that, yeah. And it's going to go back to if there's a comic book movie out or whatever. Like, it's just going to be diehard fans that are comic book nerds or something. Maybe. (laughs) It's a possible future. I'm just saying all trends end soon. Or Mm -hmm. they they end eventually. Obviously, not now. Like, the... No, it's on a This roll. is literally the biggest. It's fucking steamrolling right now. Yep. And if one slows down, the other one's gonna pick up. Like I'm, dude. DC's got to get their shit together. Some well, not DC has their shit together. It's Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers, they got to get their shit together eventually. You know, they are at the bottom of the totem pole. They're the only way they can go is up. You know. Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, do you think they'll be at the pit forever? I think it's, it's, a, it's a possibility. It's likely. It's, it's 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 very likely. Unless someone buys them out, which I don't see because they have so much money. They're just oh going to keep on buying smaller companies. It fucking blows, man. Yeah. Again, since I'm such like a big advocate for it, and yeah. then I just get shit on by Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. If I could kill them all, I would. <laughs> such a strong statement, Jesus. <laughs> someone's someone's going to take that and edit it. <laughs> And fucking set it down the Warner Brothers. They're going to have a warrant for my house. Fucking. They're going to buy your house. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're like going to buy my podcast. <laughs> That's worth like $10. They're like, oh, yeah. Oh, this yeah. Our shit now. <laughs> you, 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 you're fucking sending us death threats, Evan. We're going to buy your podcast. Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> we're going to make it good. We're going to talk about how good we are. <laughs> we're we're going to talk about how we love to smell our own farts. <laughs> Oh my god! All right, buddy, I'm I'm ready to wrap this up. Uh, yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, I honestly think we should go see old later. I'm down. 
Alrighty. Well, sweet, Sam. Thanks for talking with me, buddy. No problem. Thanks for having me. Of course. Goodbye, everybody.